Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderbilt, your host today. Today I'm going to be speaking with Wendy Eaves. Wendy has extensive experience as an educator and has worked across a variety of educational settings and sectors. She has developed and presented workshops for teachers and parents focused on the early years of schooling and specifically on the topic of transition to school. And it's a great pleasure to have her with us today. And welcome, Wendy. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you very much. Wendy, um, it's exciting as a parent to watch children as they they learn, particularly when they're starting school. Um, So what can parents do specifically at home to help and facilitate and encourage the learning? Well, Jackie, the first thing I want to emphasise is that starting school's not the starting of their learning. Their learning began before they were born in terms of brain development and that parents have played a vital role in the learning that's gone on in those years before they even start school. Um, the, The learning to walk, the learning to talk, all of that has been with parents' encouragement and and their example. So this is definitely not the beginning of their learning at all. Um, children learn through play. So play is going to be an important tool and continue to be an important tool even when they're starting school, that children will learn how to navigate their environment and navigate their world through play. It's through play activities such as imaginative play or or ball games even, that they can actually work out how the world works and this is how they can actually learn skills, problem-solving skills and and all sorts of um, social and emotional skills that they can learn through play. So, So never underestimate the importance of play as a tool for children's learning. Uh, Some of the things that parents can do, and I've said it before, is talk. Talk, 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 talk. Um, Talking is the foundation for literacy. So if you're excited about the prospect of your child learning to read, the thing that you can do the most and one of the most beneficial things that you can do for your child now is to have all sorts of fun and games with words. Rhyming words, let's think of words that start with the same letter, so can you think of the words that start with but, but, but? Um, coming up with all sorts of rhyming words, playing games with the sounds in words, making up nonsense words. All of those things can actually be fun activities that you can do. Goodness knows we used to do those sorts of things in cars as we drove, but that was before DVDs came into the cars. But it's all of those things that you can actually play games with words that will help your child to begin that that um, formal literacy learning when they start school. Math. So I was going to ask about maths because I think words, you know, language and, and uh, uh, reading and uh, speaking and listening are sort of all an extreme kind of, kind, of, kind of natural because we do that but we often think what about maths you know so I think that's the well maths is all about patterns so it's about looking for patterns in the environment it's pointing out patterns it's making patterns with the, any of their blocks and things that they might be playing with 
Um, here's a red one, here's a green one, here's a yellow one, now another red one. What's going to come next? Thinking of patterns in the environment is, is all about maths skills. Um, drawing patterns, if you'd like that. Um, talking about the numbers, so it's, it's talking about, you know, the numbers, one to ten, what does it look like? One-to-one um, -one correspondence, this is one um, toy, one flower, one whatever. And now let's see what two looks like. It's getting used to that, um, what numbers themselves, the written numbers look like. Even time, talking about time, what time of the day is it? Um, it's nine o'clock now, so you'd be starting school next year if it's nine o'clock. Thinking about time um, in, in terms of that, even when you're sharing food at dinner time, here, that you could be talking about fractions. Here's a pizza, here's a bit for you, here's a bit for me. We're cutting that, that pizza up. Um, into pieces. So here we are, we're actually using maths. With There's lots of teachable moments even at bath time. We can use all sorts of opportunities then to, to introduce mathematical concepts, um, you know, at any of those times. If you take your child shopping with you, any time that you're going shopping, it's about talking about money, about um, change and about you know how many items we're putting into our trolley all of those things are actually teachable moments in maths mm. um, and and also um, uh, any of the the other times when you might be um, out in the park and doing all sorts of things there again there's opportunities that we could actually be uh, talking about the length of things and how we're going to this one's longer and shorter and, and bigger and smaller. All of those concepts are maths concepts, but we often don't think about them as, as maths. We just um, talk about them. But all of those are really important opportunities to be talking to our children about mathematical concepts. So, Wendy, I think, um, too, you know, we've, we've all, all, all gone through, you know, the... Um, the, the baby healthcare centres and, and we're well aware of, you know, gross motor skills and fine motor skills. But I think that when, as they get a little bit older or if they're, you know, maybe second or third child down the list, you, you're, uh, you're less <laughs> excited about those, sort of, those sorts of things, right? But how important is that still at this early age to have uh, a good, you know, good practice or opportunities to be getting out and, um, going through the gross motor stuff, but also having time for the fine motor skills as well. And, well, Jackie, it's absolutely vital. Those The gross motor and the fine motor, research is showing us that lots of children are coming through nowadays with underdeveloped skills in that area um, because they're not doing as much climbing. So it's, it's the muscle strength and, and dexterity and... Um, abilities that are actually being lessened by the fact that children are probably not doing as much of the climbing as they used to do. But it's it's the vital muscular development that's going to be important when children need to sit and to write and to um, just actually take part in all the activities that are going to be part of their school day next year. It, 
it's a foundational skills, really, the gross motor and the fine motor skills are foundational to other learning skills. Mm -hmm. Children can learn to write um, and do writing activities that not necessarily holding a pencil, but rather writing in the sand or writing in the, um, the gloop or getting a big stick and drawing it on, on the ground in, in a playground. Um, all of those activities are actually building their, their muscular strength and enabling them to be able to adapt better to the school environment when they start next year. So. It's interesting, Wendy, I've, I've been reading a fair bit about um, the sort of the hand-brain connection and uh, as we, and then also on the flip side of uh, how we all need to be, you know, linked to our computers and be computer literate and children need to have all these, this, uh, these other sets of skills. And I, I'm worried, you know, just from my own reading that uh, we're perhaps creating a generation that are missing out on that connection between the hand and the brain. So there's a, a writing a writing component that helps us learn, you know, physical writing component that helps us learn, helps ideas and uh, concepts tick over in our in our brain, and we're not getting the same sort of impact from typing and tapping on on screens. Well, there's different sets of neurons, different sets of um, physical skills that are required to actually write, as opposed to tap tap tap, as you're saying, Jackie. Um, and I'm sure it, in these early stages of, ch of children's development, I mean, their brains are still developing those many pathways and a lot of them are not getting that exercise of certain pathways because they're not having to um, and not enabled to do a lot of that activity that they used to do. It, it actually exercises and develops the central nervous system that is the brain you know, it's, it's right through that whole central nervous system that's um, encouraging the development of synapses and neurons within the brain. And if we're not exercising those muscles and, and those parts of our body, then they're not going to be developed. Mm. It's, so really, it's constant. doing a lot. <laughs> parents yeah. can be doing a lot at home, um, you know, from very early on around all of that, which is a, you know essential part of growing up. Yes, yes. And it's the foundation for their learning, really. That's, that's um, it's, it's part of children's early development, really. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sydney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.